0: If you have ever gone through a huge life transition or change, then you know what I'm talking about when I say it can be super exciting and stressful and kind of uncertain and joyful at the same time. It is a mix of emotions, almost like a roller coaster. And I am no different. I have moved 14 times. I have gotten married, divorced, divorced, remarried. I've had babies. I've had huge career changes. I know what you're going through today. I'm going to be just giving you a couple life advice and tips. I wish somebody would have told me when I started that major journey of transition 20 years ago. So after about 20 years, I had some things that I think would help so many other women to make their transitions that much easier. If you're interested in getting some of those tips, keep listening.
1: Hello, assalamualaikum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindsense Speak, the place where we're encouraging women to grow and thrive. And uh, so, kind of love, I'm so glad to be with you guys. It feels like forever because it's been a good about six, six and a half days. Um, I do two podcasts a week here on love, marriage, um, you know, relationships life hacks just all kind of inspiration and motivation and you know as a muslim woman in the modern world it's really hard regardless of what age you're at to know how to like bring the sunnah into modern day we touch on so many topics and we're just trying to make it really relevant because some people think the sunnah is from like back in the day and you know now it's modern times and so this stuff doesn't apply but subhanallah the quran is timeless and there's so many things that we go through like women with depression and stress and marriage issues and kids and college and like whatever it is, we're all connected and that we're all struggling to find a way. Um, Some of us are having, you know, easier times than others. And, you know, recently, if you've heard me talk a couple podcasts back, um, I have been trying to move and I mentioned in one of my IG stories recently that I've moved about 14 times in my life. Yes, And so transition is kind of just what I'm used to, right? Like always having to be on the move for a million different reasons. And subhanAllah, um, it's been really hard because I've been like podcasting from all different locations, anywhere I could find a quiet space because I was just like swimming in boxes. And if you've ever moved, you know what that's like. So today's episode, I wanted to just give some tips on like life transitions. I know some of you have reached out to me and you're going through all kinds of things. And I was thinking about my IG post where I mentioned about my moving and I gave like a couple tips and points and things I've learned, you know, it's like mostly what I love to share with you, like what I've learned over the years. So you could just address it so much easier than I have with all the maybe experience I have and you can have an easier time. And so I love to give like these little gems of wisdom to hopefully connect us as women. And, you know, speaking on the topic of connection, before I just dive right into that, I do want to say that I have been speaking to some really amazing women, and I mentioned that one of the things I do on my podcast is I do some shout-outs, and some shout-outs, and one I... Sometimes I do because or mostly because people are sharing my content on the IGs of stories and stuff like that, but sometimes I'm also having just amazing conversations, and um, one of the things that really, really touched my heart recently I want to share with you guys today, these are two women I'm going to refer to today, and we had private conversations back and forth, and I told them, like, can I share this with people because I just want other women to know that there's other women going through this and that the stuff that i'm saying is so real like this this podcast quote-unquote advice that i'm giving you is not just some stuff i just like make up it's stuff that i'm promising you i have it's tried and true stuff that i have used to change my life in a really positive way. And I want the same success for you guys that I have been experiencing by using these kind of approaches. So subhanAllah, there are two sisters that, um, you know, I wanted to highlight today. One of them is Raqaya. And I put some of these on my IG uh, stories if you want to check them out today. And she, I'm just going to tell you what she said if you didn't get a chance to check it out because she used one of my podcasts about organizing themselves. And um, they, I, if you want to check, I think the closest one, she didn't reference exactly which one, but it sounds to me like she used my podcast called Holding It All Together, and you'll see it in there, um, and subhanAllah, maybe in the notes, I'll put the exact link for that one, but she said, alaikum, thank you so much for your podcast, your advice helped me in taking the first steps, To becoming the woman I've always dreamt of being. I'm currently the oldest of 14 children, subhanAllah, a pre med student, and I also work 4 to 9 p.m. So you could say my life is so pretty, you know, it's pretty hectic. I found myself constantly feeling guilty and apprehensive because I wasn't giving the rights of my family and wasn't finding time for my Quran memorization and worshiping Allah the way I used to when I was less busy. And you know, guys, that is just so similar to so many things other women say to me. Like, this feeling of guilt because they know what they should be doing. And she just was explaining how she felt kind of, like, overwhelmed. Like, you know, like, that's just, like, what can I do? But what I love about what Raqaya did is she didn't just, like, have that excuse. Like, oh, you know, I have uh, all these brothers and sisters. Uh, I'm, I'm a pre-med student. I can't memorize Quran. I can't this. I can't that. What I love about what she shared with me and why I'm sharing it with you is, She actually used some of the tips I suggested, and she now has such a different day, and then she shared it. So I want to share that with you to show you how totally possible it is for you, too, to change your life if you choose to take the actionable steps. She said, but alhamdulillah, I started waking up earlier. Oh, yeah, I also have a podcast called How to Wake Up at 4.30 a.m., even if you don't want to. And even if 4.30 is early, like my point is I wake up a little before fever and I, I'm able to like change my whole day just by doing that. So she probably referenced this one too. Um, and I'll put the links below. And I realized how much barakah there are in the early hours. Oh, guys, I also have... um. A YouTube video on this, on like my morning routine, my miracle morning routine. Maybe I'll link that below as well, because this talks more about that. If you're interested, um, I bought a planner as you recommended, and I wrote down everything I needed in the day that will make me feel like I'm benefiting myself and fulfilling the rights of my family and those around me. Now I wake up in the morning, make the entire family breakfast and lunch, mashallah. Get the students ready for, get the kids ready for school. While also finding time to journal and memorize Quran. This feeling is indescribable. It's relieved so much anxiety that I've been feeling for quite some time, and alhamdulillah, I'm content. Thank you so very much. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward you in this life and the next. So, guys, I cannot explain to you how much that means to me that she is sharing this with me, and I wanted to share with you because... Her life, like, it is just exactly what I described, but look what she did. She just chose to find that time, that that way that it works. So with yourself, too, and myself, too, we can always take a look at our schedule and say, how can I approach it even better? There's one other sister, um, and I want to make sure I say her name right. Um, it says, I think it's Zakira okay and um she also shared with me um basically what she was um going through, and she explained that she um Likes to listen to the Vice My podcast, and she explained that she said I've, I've been at my lowest lately, and I was looking for a podcast to make myself feel better. After listening to yours, I was stunned. Your words really helped me feel a lot better. For that, I'd really love to heed more advice from you. And then she went on to describe a problem that she has now and her feeling lost at her age. And how she's comparing herself to others. And she said, it affects the way I think and the way I do things because I'm constantly so caught up in my thoughts. What can I do to stop these thoughts? She was explaining that. And at the end, you know, she's so sweet. She said, thank you so much and I love you. I sincerely do enjoy listening to your podcast. Thank you for always being like another mother figure to me across the world. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you with everything good in this world for making the hearts of many feel at ease. SubhanAllah, thank you. And I just want to say to both women, for the same du'a you made to me, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give it to you, ameen, the same times 10. And I am so grateful for your sharing. And I wanted to say, guys, that is why I do this every day. I want us as women to feel like supports for one another. I feel like in modern day, women are just so competitive. So I just wanted to share those things that really brighten my day today, and hopefully it brightens yours too. And, like, yes, your life might be hard, but there are ways to still figure out how to be a greater version of yourself and be more productive. And, yes, you are not the only one who's experiencing hardship. These women are describing the same thing, but they're actively pursuing ways to fix their situations. They're not just – um, swimming in their bad feelings, and I really appreciate that. And I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give them ease in everything that they do. So I just wanted to share that, and then I wanted to go on to what I wanted to share with you today about life transitions. So um, I wanted to say that at this point in our life, we've kind of learned a couple of things about choosing the right place to live because it's really hard. Um, we don't always get to choose where we're going to move to, and I think that there are some things we can keep in mind regardless of you know, whether or not we can completely choose. And there's just some things I wanted to share that I've learned over the years that have helped me to choose the places that are best for my family, like the most positive, uplifting, sunnah close type things. And the first one is we always make istihara. We always make istihara because what I love about istihara, and not everybody does it right, so let me just like clarify what I mean about istihara. You make the, the special du'a and you pray the Turaqa that you're supposed to but then you don't like wait for a special dream and then you have to see signs. It's not like that. I know people describe that. No. You make a sikhara and you and then you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promises if you ask him for guidance that like even if you make the wrong decision, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will correct it. And I've had that happen to me so many times, guys. I've made a sukhara and I thought I chose the right thing. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose all the, closed all the doors on me and just like, there was like no way I could literally go through. Now, a long time ago when I was younger, I would be like super ignorant and I would just keep Pushing on that door. I'd be like, I could kick the door down. I could smash the door down. Let me see if I can get a crowbar. Like, I'm still going to do it this way. I'm still going to make this choice. And let me just say that those choices were always the worst choices I ever made. I had the most heartache. So, let me give you like a relevant life. This is not my experience, but, like, I'll tell you compared to what some other women talk to me about a lot. For example, if you see all the doors close on picking a man to marry that you really are, like, you just feel like, you know, you're so into him, but you have all the bad signs and you know it's not going to work out and then you're still trying to do it and you're still – you might end up marrying them, guys, and then you might have, like, the most horrible marriage ever and get divorced five minutes later. So I'm just saying, like, this is a problem I see happen a lot, especially with young women. Or, like, you know, you're just trying to force a certain job or a certain career or a certain type of relationship. It doesn't matter. When we force things, it sometimes it wasn't meant to be. We actually cause ourselves a lot of pain. So just be really careful. Like, once you've made a sikhara and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, shows you that that's not the right thing, to really pay attention. So now at this point in my life, I make a sihara, I see if I'm going to move or not, and then, like, where I'm going to go, and I just kind of sit back and go, hmm, am I getting the signs that this is a good thing? Like, and by signs I mean, like, not like like this, the sky is opening up. I mean, like, you know, um, like everything's going through smoothly I'm finding it easy to transition. I'm fine. And, and by the way, like the most recent move I had just now, it was not easy at all. It actually was like door after door closing. So I totally threw my hands up at the end, if anybody knows me and my family recently, and I was like, I don't even want to move anymore. I don't even want this property. I'm not even going to go. And if it doesn't work out, I don't even care. I've actually conditioned myself that if a law closes all the doors, I just accept it. And that's really hard to do. Like people say – say alhamdulillah, say alhamdulillah, and then, like, everybody's like, alhamdulillah, like, but they don't really mean it, you know what I'm saying, (laughs) like, but no, like, I really mean it at this point, because I have really seen, like, it's, if it's not meant to be, like, I'm good, because if I force that door, it just could be so ugly, and I'm just not trying to go down that road ever again, we all go through those times where we do that, so anyway, totally gave up, threw my hands up, was like, I don't even want the house anymore, I don't even care, alhamdulillah, let's move on, see where we're supposed to go next. And then shortly after that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just opened the floodgates and I went through and and we moved right in. So it was just the craziest thing. So sometimes, like, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is also testing us. Um, to see our trust for him and also, you know, reward us because sometimes in that test, if you pass it well, is immense reward. Sometimes there's like hidden mercies. So that's another thing. Number two, when we choose locations, they have to be like a healthy environment for our kids. If you don't have kids yet, I would just say even for yourself. Um, if you know that you're going to be in that place, it's like right next to a club or next to a bar. There's not a Muslim for, like, 50 miles. Like, whatever it is that could be a potentially toxic environment, it's like, guys, just don't do it. It's just, like, I had a whole talk in um, a youth conference I did recently. Maybe I'll post a, a small clip or video and one of my IG stories or on YouTube. Um, and I was talking a lot about tests. If you've seen my episode on Sarah Lost Herself, maybe I'll link it below as well, um, tests. And one of the ways you lose your iman is by testing yourself. So if you move into a neighborhood that's just, like, you already know there's going to be, like, You're going to be living closer to those friends who don't pray, and you'll probably be with them and not pray. Like whatever it means to you. It has to be a healthy environment for my kids, for my husband, for myself, mentally, emotionally, and all that. And um, number three is we choose calming spaces that will not make us feel overwhelmed. So I've done that back in the day where I moved into a space that was a little bit too much money, but I liked that space, and I was like, oh, I like the way it's decorated. I'll, it'll be okay. I'll just figure out how to get the money. Like, nope, I don't do that anymore. I don't I don't say, oh, you know, it's it's close, so it's easy, so I'll just do it. I really take my time. Because, and then, like, I make sure the place is going to be, like, super not overwhelming, not just, like, financially or, like, transit, just even like emotionally, like this the space doesn't feel like crowded, like I'm going to like feel claustrophobic. You have to feel happy to come home to the place you are. And that doesn't mean the space has to be rich and amazing. It just means it has to fit your lifestyle in a way that you know will be conducive to just healthy, positive, mindful living. And slowly you get to know yourself a lot and kind of understand what that means to you. So I'm going to go on to the next point.
0: Okay, so moving on to point number four. Um, we, as a Muslim family, have realized, and this is really important, guys, because I know so many women who struggle with this and they don't realize till after, like what a struggle it is. We never move more than 20 minutes from a masjid, from a mosque, for two reasons. One, because in Ramadan, we pray Taraweeh all the time. And you know, Ramadan, it's a really like super close time with the Muslim community. It's like so such a great feeling if you do it with others if you do it alone it's like it feels like you're fasting alone and it's like a really sad experience but it's meant to be a community experience and yeah you might not like love every type of muslim out there and i mean may Allah make it easy for all of us to get along but it's a time to really just like open our hearts and, and be really empathetic and loving and forgiving to one another so We make sure that we're in a place where we're close. Also, as a mother, that's like no matter what age you are. But as a mother, it's really important for your children to see this beautiful big community that we have. Um, It makes them feel stronger. You know, and the fact that they're Muslim out there can feel super lonely for kids. And you can feel like ostracized. And, you know, when you see that there's so many of us and and there's so many of us strong together. And we're all worshiping together. It's a really beautiful experience for children. So, yeah, that's the first reason. And the second reason is just for your Iman, it's not amazing to not you know just to like live completely separate from Muslims like just to move to some area where there's no mosque you didn't even look it's just it's not gonna it's gonna be so easy to assimilate and eventually almost like forget who you are and I'm just it doesn't matter that you have social media or it's like it doesn't really matter guys at the end of the day you need to see human beings and human contact and feel like there are other people like yourself are slowly, slowly, unconsciously, you could easily slip away from your identity. And the Prophet peace be upon him, he always talks about like how to cut yourself from the Muslim community is like to cut your jugular vein. This means like it's it's lifeline. So that for me, I take super seriously, and my husband as well. So we never live more than twenty minutes away. Um, and if if you're not able to do that right now, what I would say is really try to move close. It's it's really important for community. Um, number five. We try to pick places, like if you are end up having to purchase a property that have very low taxes, just some advice to people. Like in the end, it really, really affects um, payments and things like that. And it's really hard in New York. If you're a New Yorker, woo, I feel for you because we almost left New York many times. And we love New York in the sense that it's like this hub for immigrants. And so like there's crazy Thai food and like um ecuadorian food in the same neighborhood maybe like 10 minutes away like we get first year immigrant food and we're such foodies we love and appreciate and we meet people from all over the world the only other experience i had similar to this is when we used to live in dubai But in Dubai, it's a different set of immigrants. It's very interesting. Like, you'll have a whole bunch of, like, Filipinos, like, Pakistanis, Indians. You'll have some people from Ethiopia. And then you'll have a total, another set of, like, expats from Europe. And, you know, and then trickles of, you know, this and that from other countries in the Middle East. And so, like, it's still the same, like, kind of multicultural, diverse experience. But it's with a different set of people, which was interesting. But in New York, we have all of this. So, for us, it's really important. So if you're gonna pick these really big cities and big areas, yeah, you're gonna pay the price. But in the end, like, if you do end up having to purchase a property my my big advice to you is like really take the taxes seriously we picked a place that we found like a steal where it was like incredibly low in an area that was not low so i would say just keep looking and keep trusting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help you to find something that is reasonable you don't want to be strained one of the number one reasons for marriage and like divorces and things is money issues because it gets to people and it stresses them out so we take that seriously and we really just try not to put pressure on ourselves And that goes into number six. We don't buy more than we can afford. Um, You know, I have this thing like where if I want to make a huge life change, I just... You know, and this goes for anything in life. A lot of these points, they go for anything making a sihara, choosing healthy environments. Like these are just like major life changes and shifts. You don't realize how much these things affect you in the long run. So we don't buy more than we can afford because one, it's not from the sunnah to be extravagant, right? So we still have nice things. Um, but everything is within reason right I love things to be clean I love things to be organized why because cleanliness is from the sunnah it's like it's it's very very important as Muslim and to be organized means to be efficient and that means I can use my time well which is also from the sunnah so I, I don't like to pick things that are going to make me feel super like overwhelmed or um things like that and um and and like emotionally, psychologically, financially, you'll spend your whole life chasing the dollar and that's just not what our Dean is about. We want to spend it in reasonable things. I also liked if I can to pick properties that are a little bit bigger and when I say properties, I mean even if you're renting, it doesn't matter. Like I always know I'm going to have family come by, family stop by, so if I'm able to do it. We were not always able to do these things, guys. We were in situations when we were younger where we were extremely strapped for cash. It is not like, like um, it's always been easy by Allah over time, you start to stabilize yourself as you do things better, you know. And that's one thing I really want to encourage people if you're struggling right now with anything or with money or with anything, really understand that with following Taala's decrees and sunnah and rules and everything, it seems like, oh, this and that, it's so much. He puts so much barakah in your life. So much barakah in your life, and he makes your life so much easier. We just have so many blessings, and I'm just so grateful. And it is not by chance, it is not by chance, it is by the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala first, but two, because we put a lot of effort into following the rules, guys. I mean, I'm a total like you know, I try to like do this whole modern Muslim thing, but I do not like do like haram things. Like, if anything I've done that is ever haram, believe me, it was done unconsciously, and then I try to make tawbah immediately, but I really do stay away from things I shouldn't be doing. And because of that, you will find my life is easier or this and that. And I want to say you will find the same for yourself. I really encourage it. It just makes the quality of your life so much better. No matter where you are right now in your life, you can make that shift and you will find so much more ease in everything else you do. So we don't put high pressure on ourselves. And the last point I want to make is we choose places close to people we love so we can see them often. It's really important that you keep the ties of kinship. Yes, sometimes not every. Every family member is your favorite and you don't want to live right next to them you know it's funny sometimes your family is like you end up like not getting along with them because you're like right next to them you're like in the same house you're in the same space or whatever it is and then the minute you come away from each other you just you just get along because you're not like smothering each other so that is something to consider as well like sometimes it's yeah live with each other sometimes it's don't quite live with each other but don't live too far away so we chose to do that in a lot of ways too because we find we can appreciate p- people we love. We can invite them to our house. They can go to theirs. But sometimes when you are on top of each other, it is a bit hard. But you should never like completely try to run away and isolate yourself because Shaitan wants you to be alone. He wants you to be alone so he can always was you and tell you this and that. And then, you know it's just not really good also to not have a support system. So, and then the last thing I wanted to tell you is just like transition in life guys and moving is like super tricky. It could be like this mix of exciting and and like stressful at the same time. It's totally normal. Just do your best to keep grounding yourself every morning. I have tons of podcasts on journaling on, you know, this focus morning time. I have a mindful morning routine I mentioned before in my YouTube channel. I also, I think have a podcast on it. And so, you know, like I said, I'll link all these things below. Um, but I want to tell you a little secret about myself like a little bonus secret secretly i do not want to settle into a house so you're going to see i'm going to start to do a lot of videos and things now that i'm finally settled where i can put more youtube videos up a lot of maybe like tutorials and things to help you how to get organized how to do this even with homeschooling but i secretly just like little um hint about myself I do not actually want to be settled in a house I want to actually continue to travel the world we have just in the past couple years been to eight different countries and it's not because we're rich maybe I'll do a whole thing on like how I travel on a dime because as a Muslim family and that's the other thing like halal travel if that's something you're interested in hearing more about halal travel and like how you could do it and like how you could do things like as a Muslim family in that experience I think that's like a new cool trending thing too I'm seeing which I'm excited about um DM me on Instagram like I said anytime you guys want to reach me DM me on Instagram it's the best way um uh, you can also reach me at mindfulness at mindful-muslima.com. I always, excuse me, yeah, .com. I can always link these things below as well. But yeah, please reach out to me. I love to hear your ideas. You guys are constantly telling me new podcasts. Thank you so much. And they're coming one by one. Have patience. I'm, I have not forgotten you. It's just I add them to my long list of requests and I get to them one by one. But yeah, I thought that would be really helpful. Just like I'm transitioning too. I'm going through things too. But like I secretly want to travel the world. So we have this big mission right now as a family To just like work really hard and just pay a whole lot of things so we can spend uh, like a couple months here and there in different places in the world. And my goal, I'm going to be honest, is to eventually visit some of these countries and do some meetups with different women because I have women reaching me from all over the world and I would love to do some like really positive experiences in different parts of the world with some of you and meet you and just really really connect and i think as women we need to just really encourage one another and i'm so grateful for this community i'm so grateful for all these connections all your messages they're just i can't explain it makes me feel like it is possible for us as women to do something good regardless of all the craziness that's around us so thanks again guys for joining us for this podcast inshallah ta'ala i'll talk to you in the next one assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh